glad you could join us for episode 127 of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. My name is Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Wayne as we continue our discussion of Joss Whedon's space western Firefly starring Nathan Fillion and Marina Baccarin. We will be examining episode 14, Objects in Space, in just a few moments, and hopefully you dug our little talk on Doctor Who last week. Yeah. We had some fun, yeah. for sure. Yeah, loved it. Love Doctor and, Who, uh, love talking about Doctor Who, just as oh, much as I love Firefly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as always, love to hear from you via email at sci-fi TV rewatch at gmail.com or at the website where you can record a voicemail via the send voicemail tab. You can record your own audio clip and send the MP3 as an attachment or just send us a tweet at sci-fi TV rewatch. And we'd encourage you to consider joining the Facebook group, join the discussions there. And, and yeah, there's been, uh, you know, Fred Firestein has been, he's been posting a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I'm usually not necessarily a big fan of memes, but he's, he's been posting some cool ones for sure. So, uh, anyway, all right, well, listen, we waited two weeks. Let's get to episode 14, Objects in Space. Uh, it was actually the 10th episode to air, which, you know, and it aired just before Serenity. So, you know, at, at this point, the, the order was all screwed up. Fortunately, you know, once I came aboard to Firefly, and I assume the same with you, because you, like you said, you you received the DVD set from your brother-in-law, yep. I believe you said. Uh-huh. So, so we've had the good fortune to watch it in the order it was intended. So... They showed Serenity after this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one aired December 13th, 2002, and then Serenity aired December 20th. I know. That is I just know. unbelievable. Yep. Now, Objects in Space was written and directed by Joss Whedon. And, you know, Wayne, I wasn't prepared to have to go brush up on my existentialism uh, and I, i'm starting to think as, as i'm watching this episode i'm like damn i mean this is like uh is kirk kirkagardian i guess that's a word i, I assume uh, so sure sartorian uh but what whatever i mean certainly Sartresque. there are some yeah oh no, yeah nice. I don't know. all right you know, I did notice a few things on the internet. Uh, you know, like I said, I never watch the the extras on DVDs, so um, I don't know. I think you said you don't generally either, right? No, you know, before I had kids, I used to all the time. I would get a DVD and I would watch every moment of film on the whole thing, but now I just watch the movie. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, we finally get a river-centric episode. You know, the opening scene, rivers moving throughout the ship, and it, it, it was just really cool the way they filmed this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's observing, eavesdropping on conversations. You know, first it's like Simon and Kaylee, and and you know she's stretched out her legs on his lap, and you know they're in great spirits, and you almost wonder have they been drinking, and you know where might this lead? You know, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she's got like her legs up on top of him. He's kind of like you know rubbing her feet and stuff, and. Yeah, college days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did I just say that out loud? Didn't... <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then we get Shepard Book and Jane discussing whether or not Book's ever been with a woman. But then all of a sudden, Jane makes this reference to having sold out Simon and River. It, it almost just kind of as an afterthought. Well, I mean, she's she's reading their thoughts, right? Yeah. And and so it's really weird because, you know, especially like uh, Simon looks right at her and says, you know, because he's talking about college and he's telling some crazy story. And he looks said, I would be there right now. 
and, and then and then then the camera jumps back to him and he's talking to Kaylee like normal so you realize oh he, he didn't stop and say that that she's just kind of reading his thoughts and then you know, it gets very surreal with uh Jane and book because you know Jane's like I got stupid the money was too good and, yeah. and then we see book say I don't give half a hump whether you're innocent or not so where does that put you which the, was really like because I mean, it seemed like very aggressive and nasty thinking on on Book's part, right? Well, sure. That yeah. um, to see like the inner the inner mind of of him, especially, I thought was the most shocking. And then it cuts yeah, back, mean, and they're just laughing and like carrying on. You know, like these thoughts must be buried very deep because on the surface they're goofing around, laughing around, joking with each other, right? Yeah, I mean, does that seem right to you? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't seem right to me. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then we see Wash and Zoe. They're making out in, we assume, anticipation of sex. And then finally, Mal and Inara discussing her leaving and, and and the fact that she still hasn't told the crew that she is leaving. And the problem is we don't know what's real, what's a hallucination, what's her, like you said, being able to read their thoughts and their emotions. And then at the end of that scene, River's view is that she's holding a small branch of a tree when the reality is she's holding a gun. Yeah. Which Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Well, and then you know what what Mal and Inara said. I mean, Nara looks I mean, when they look they look right at the camera, right? I mean, that's when we know it's River reading their minds kind of. And she says, "I'm a big girl, just tell me." You're like, "Oh, man." And then Mal says, "None of it means a damn thing." You know, and it's yeah. just, it's like another heartbreaking moment with these two, you know? Right. And, and, you know, Mal manages to get the gun out of her hand safely. And, you know, th- these these incidents with her keep recurring. And uh, he, again, we've said it many times, Malcolm Reynolds is just a, a really compassionate man. He's I, I don't think he's ever going to throw them off his ship. I mean, I, I think she would actually have to kill one of the others him to to do that right and and you see that because he gets defensive with jane and he's you know it's like basically no way right um Uh, yeah so we're trying to figure out what's real what's imagined and then we see that there's a bounty hunter trying to board serenity to bring in Simon and river i mean this guy is boba fett right like you (laughs) see his ship and everything yeah it's just it's like slave one boba fett ship i mean this guy like jazz ween's a huge star wars fan so I mean, you could really see it in this one. Like Jubal Early is Boba Fett, no question about it. Except right. uh, uh, with well, what about the name? Dialogue. What about his yeah. name? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I I told you I was going to do a um, a Project X on uh, Jubal Early, and I totally forgot to uh, look him up at all. But I know that Jubal Early was a Confederate uh, general during the Civil War. Well, I mean, just the the irony of having this black guy yeah. play a, a Confederate general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, right, but, you know, th- that recurring thematic idea that comes out of his mouth, you know, does that seem right to you? You know, it's like he's trying to do the same things that River's doing, which is to get at the nature of things, trying to make sense of things, and 
she's trying to deal with her situation on serenity. You know, where does she fit in? And, you know, it's, that's kind of at the essence here. And then, you you know, you look at it on a deeper level. How do I fit into the world? You know, what, what's my purpose? Yeah. And just for someone who is like, give it, I mean, like he scares the crap out of Kaylee, right? I mean, he says, have you ever been raped? He he just says this like kind of like passing off offhand kind of comment, but he, he threatens other people with raping Kaylee as well. Like he tried to motivate Simon by threatening to rape Kaylee. And so here's a guy obviously who is, um, you know, someone who is prone to tremendous violence. Um, but yet, is, you know, just kind of has also this philosophical worldview going on too. Right. And, 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 you know, the events of this episode just seem to emanate from River feeling unwelcome on the ship. You know, where's my place? And, you know, then, then you get off into that whole existential mindset and, and, and just, again, not to uh, get too pedantic here, but if you don't know anything about existentialism, it's a philosophical theory or approach that emphasizes the existence of the individual person as free and responsible for their own actions. So in other words, you've got control of your own life, right? Despite the fact yep. that you're trying to get control in this world that has no meaning. And, and in fact, uh, in graduate school, the course I took was called The Absurd in Life and Literature, which is when we read all this stuff. That sounds like a really cool class. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. I mean, a lot of heavy reading, but uh, you know, the individual starting point is uh, is called the existential attitude. And you know, talk about an existentialism. You know, this this sense of disorientation, confusion that that people have as they're trying to make their way. And I mean, that's what we see out of River, and to a certain extent, what we see out of Jubal. It's just that he's got his head screwed on a little more straightly than she does because she he hasn't had his brain messed with right right at least that we know of yeah exactly we're not yeah not 100 percent sure on that one but he is uh, slightly more functional it seems but then you know river creates a complex plan and executes it and actually leads the rest of the crew in her plan was that cool or what that was super cool yeah uh, and again, you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it, it harkens back to, uh, you know, the, the episode was at last time, you know, where, where Mal and Inara seem to be the only ones that were in on the plan. So the crew is sitting there talking about what's going on here. And I guess I didn't realize that nobody except Kaylee knew about the story of how River shot those three guys and saved her life you know, in the middle of the battle with Niska's men. Right, yeah, because we saw it, so we assumed that everyone else saw it, but then you think about it, like, wait, no one else saw that. No one else was there. Yeah, and, and just explaining that she used math to make the shots, which is exactly what she did, but I guess I was a little surprised that, that Kaylee interpreted it that way. Right. Yeah, I don't know how she did, but, man, she she did it. <laughs> that was crazy. Right, so... Right, so now the dilemma's out in the open. What do we do with River since it's even clearer than it was before that, that she could be a danger? I mean, right. you know. Well, well, I mean, and, Kaylee herself says, nobody can shoot like that. That's a person. Right. You know, like saying, 
like, and Simon says, so she's not a person? And, of course, Kay's like, well, no, that's not what I meant. But it's kind of what you meant, though. Yeah, and at this point, isn't River, like, listening yep. from above in below. a catwalk or something? Or, or below? Yeah, and she's, like, got one foot on, like, the stairs and another foot on the railing. And she's just kind of standing there um, listening in. And, and then I'm not sure who, who said it. Uh, it might have been Jane, but I, I'm not sure. Girl knows things, things she shouldn't, things she couldn't. Right. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah again, it's uh, to then to get inside River's head with, with all the turmoil that's going on anyway, to now feel like you're living among these people that don't really want you there. Sure. You know, it must be terrible. And, and I guess the reality is, I think we know that outside of Jane, they all do want her there. They just want to, it's like, what can we do, you know, to help her? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, right. And I mean, you understand Jane's point of view. Uh, uh, yeah, especially when she has a gun that she thinks is a stick. I mean, that's really bad, you know? Right. Right now, you know, the, the, the crew's putting together uh, at the same time that we're putting together the fact that, okay, she's, she must be psychic. She is clearly an assassin as a result of the Alliance experimentation. As he always does, Malcolm is unwilling to make a hasty decision. And, and you know, he tells them, you know, I'm going to think about what to do. And they all want to believe she would never hurt them. But obviously, how can they be sure? And, and, I mean, even Simon seems concerned at this point as, as if he's not sure what she's capable of doing because, you know, he didn't see what Kaylee saw. Exactly. Right, right. But, you know, Simon comes with, like, he tries to summarize it by just saying, she's just a kid. She just wants to be a kid. And we've certainly seen times when that's true, like the dancing around the maypole and um, stealing the apple from Kaylee. I mean, we've seen times when she's just playful and just acting like a, a, a young person, carefree young person would. Yeah, and that scene at the end of the episode, you, you just want that to be where we're, where we're actually headed in, in, instead of this just being an isolated moment in time. You know, where, where they're just sitting there playing jacks with each other, two, two good friends. Right. And, and in fact, you know, what did she say? All right, genius, let's see what you got. All right. But then, you know, getting back to Kaylee revealing what she saw, uh, she, then she apologizes to Simon for revealing what River did. But, but tell, I had to do it. And he understands. Of course he does. Sure. Sure. It's still, uh, you know, and you can see it still hurts, though. Like, he still feels a little betrayed, you know. But yeah, well, obviously, you, he, 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 you can't rationally blame Kaylee for what she said. Well, right, and you can't help it. I mean, you were, you know, mentioning at the top of the show that that you know she's reading the thoughts that if not for my sister, I would still be in the hospital. Sure, you know, and, and he's even verbalizing that to to Kaylee, and Kaylee then only wants him to say that okay, fine, I know you'd rather be in the hospital, but isn't there anything here that you know, is kind of keeping you here. And it's like, you know, he can't even give her that. He's such an uh, idiot. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I know. But you see like what he says, I could have, like he starts trying to say like, I could be there. Like what he thought before I would be there right now. I would be a wealthy doctor living the high life in the core. And he says, I could have, I would be there right now. If she had, 
if they just left her alone, you know, so he like keeps trying to say like where he does feel this little bit of resentment towards River. Yeah. And how can he not? And that's okay. Because sure. at the end of sure. the day, he's going to be there for her. Now, the, the, the next scene that, that uh, again, that, that struck me, the, the whole idea of the family dinner table, and, and obviously in 2015, uh, you know, it's, it's almost a, a thing of the past. I mean, you know, w- with your kids being the ages they are now, I mean, I, it's probably rare for all six of you to sit down. It, it, it's tough. We, we, we make it happen whenever we can, but with everyone having practice at different times and everything like that, it's, it's nearly impossible during the week. Yeah. And you know, the, the, cause we've seen this scene before with the crew sitting in the dining area around the dinner table, discussing something. And, and you know, in this case it's pretty serious business. And I, I guess on a lot of levels, it's really never been this poignant as they're discussing this, this poor girl's fate, you know? You know, what Mal says, you know, we have someone on board this ship who could be a danger to us. And we know he's talking about um, River, but we also know that there's a bounty hunter who is attached to the outside of the ship and, you know, trying to get into it. So, you know, there's that verbal irony there he doesn't even realize. Right, right. And I was calling him ninja, ninja bounty Exactly. Ninja bounty hunter at, at first until we learned his name. And, and we see, next thing we know, he's inside the ship, starts locking the crew in their quarters. Clearly, he's done this before. Encounters Mal first, knocks him out. Yeah, he beats then, the crap out of him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. And then encounters Kaylee. And, you know, you you mentioned the, the threat of rape. If she's a problem, then ties her up. I almost thought Book was going to come to the rescue here, you know, given what we've seen yeah. of him in the last few episodes, sure. but no, but no, he got dropped too. Yeah. He got dropped too. Uh, at least he didn't and have his hair, like hair out. They do it with, um, yeah. In book, both of them have the, they hear a noise of like, hello, who's that? You know, kind of like the, the cliche horror movie, uh, right before the bad guy strikes, you hear some noise. And so you, you go to investigate the noise you heard, and boom, there's the bad guy. Yep. Um, so now he's got Simon, forces him to help locate River, and then, of course, when Simon sees Book lying on the floor, Bounty Hunter tells him he ain't dead. And then Simon says, well, what possessed you to knock out a shepherd? <laughs> he ain't a shepherd. He ain't a shepherd, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, of all the regrets, look, I mean, look I, I'm not going to whine about that it got canceled, but of all the story arc regrets, it, it, this is definitely my biggest, I think. Yeah, that we I know, never really find out about book. Yeah, even even bigger than Mal and Inara. So, yeah. All right, so, all right, so what does early mean when he brings up the fact that surgeons don't have to experience being operated on before becoming licensed. And then, you know, unlike psychiatrists who must undergo therapy, does this seem right to you? Does that seem um, right to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what, what he's, I'm not sure what he's getting at with the, I mean, just that, that you, again, I guess this is one of these existential ideas that, that, you know, that if you're going to, do something you have to experience it first and and you know i mean i guess well, I that's it's true just in a, his, in a lot his of cases. harsh kind of 
eye for an eye type worldview, I guess, you know, like we just assume that he was brought up rough, you know? Um, and so he, when he says something like that, it, from most people, that would be kind of like a joke, but he really believes it. You know, like he says, up, have you been shot? Have you ever been cut? You ever been operated on? Like, how can you operate on someone else until you know? So the idea of this, you should have, in order for you to have complete sympathy and to completely be able to do your job, you have to undergo exactly what the people that you're working with are, are dealing with. Right. And I guess the interesting thing is that in a lot of professions, I guess that's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, then he goes on to talk about, uh, I guess, gender roles. Man's far stronger than woman, but only woman can create a child. Does that seem right to you? Yeah. <laughs> he says as he's leaving Inara's shuttle. Right. A, a bit more frustrated than when he began because, uh, I, you know, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. You know, I, I, I we don't know how much he knows about Malcolm Reynolds and his crew. I mean, we certainly know that he's got a warrant for uh, Simon and River Tam, but, you know, perhaps they're putting up a lot more resistance than he assumed would happen. Right. Well, and also, you know, Inara being a companion, she can read people and she says something like, you know, I know that you're tight. And then he smacks her. Yeah. And you're like, dude, out of all the things you could have done, you tie up Kaylee and you hit Inara. Like, you are, I, I don't care about how much witty banter you, you you have. You know, you got to go down, man. Well, you know, and that's the fascinating thing about his character because when you look at all these things that he's done, you know, you just recounted several, he's as hateful a character as we've had, and we've had some pretty hateful characters. Sure. Um, but yeah, I can't yeah. really hate him totally, though, you know? I, exactly, exactly. Like, I really, I said this, I mean, I was just thinking about this. Like, Richard Brooks as Jubal Early that's probably it, it might be the best acting job of the entire series like his role. Okay. I mean, it's just like so good such so just I, I i think definitely if you especially if you you don't count the crew the most fascinating character we've seen on this show um i put him up there with probably a couple of the crewmates too as far as being you know much more fascinating but uh you know i loved uh richard brooks when he was on uh law and order did you ever see that the old Law and Orders when he was the prosecutor? Nah, I think like the first big, couple seasons. I'm not a big fan of Law and Order and those uh, kind of shows. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it's still like that was a, a great show the whole time, but it was really good at first. And uh, Richard Brooks was the uh, was a district attorney. He was fantastic. Yeah. So he's just I, a really I, good actor. Well, and I agree. And I guess what his saving grace is is the fact that we realize that. He's trying to come to grips with the same things that River is. And, 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 you know, his line, does that seem right to you? While on the one hand, it gets annoying. On the one hand, okay, it's kind of funny. But Oh, contraire. I don't think it gets annoying at all. Well, well, yeah. I, I mean, I think some people could see it that way. But, but I just think it's, it, it's just, it just cuts to the heart of what he's all about, which is just trying to figure out where I fit in. You know, what's my purpose in life? And, or, or it's very you know, black and white thing like here's i have a job to do and i do it yeah how it gets yep. done is outside of the morality of the job itself which is you know simply i have to there's this person there's a warrant on her i'm gonna get her 
I'm going to take her, and that's it. What I have to do to make that happen, it's it's all justified. Yeah, the warrant is all. Right, right. So, uh, well, okay, then maybe the coolest thing in the episode, we hear River's voice booming through the PA, and the upshot is that she claims to have melded into the ship and has become the ship, and Serenity is very unhappy. <laughs> Which, from what we know about River, we kind of like, okay, that's possible. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it certainly harkened back, you know, the whole idea of a living ship and Farscape. Yeah. Although I don't think the ship ever spoke, actually. Then we see River talking to Kaylee, tells her to be unafraid, find something sharp to free yourself. And and then again, you, you know, you mentioned there weren't too many. I mean, there were some funny lines for sure, but uh, other than a midget, I had to transport. This girl is the most troublesome. Yeah. Does that seem right to you? Yeah. And then, well, and then someone says, "What do you do?" And he's like, "Arson." Little <laughs> man loved fire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like oh, that line is awesome. It's just like it, you know, like it. It shows also like. Uh, like some, like he has some sympathy for understanding for the people he's bringing in as well, you know. Yeah, and and then we get the the confrontation scene between River and Early, and she's basically and again psychic, uh, whatever, reveals his dark and sordid past, and, and he realizes that now she's in his ship, right? Which seems to upset him enough to put his gun away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're well, not right, Early. She tells him, <laughs> which is yeah. Like all of a sudden, when he realizes that she's on his ship, now it's like, oh, you know. And I'm, I'm watching, like, well, I guess he just figures he can't control this situation forever, right? You know, and maybe he can't even pilot a Firefly. Well, and she tells Early that she's going to go with him because she's like him, and 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 she is. Sure flawed can't be controlled and then all the while the crew hears this conversation i think we kind of know what this is about you know she feels she's not wanted on serenity i mean at this point we don't know that it's part of a plan on her on her part and and we guess mal as well right i mean he seems to right. have been in well, on it and, 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 right and that's the thing because we see mal get released but then we don't like he's completely out of the show for I don't know, a long time. Right. You know, and and um, I think the first time I saw this, I, I forgot about him entirely. So when he does pop up behind early outside the ship, I was like, oh, Mal, I forgot about him. You know, oh, so that's what he was doing, you know, carrying out uh, River's fiendish plot. Yeah, exactly. Now, River tells early that she'll go with him, which uh, of course causes him to like, okay, huh? You know, doing his best, uh, Malcolm Reynolds. Malcolm Reynolds. I was trying to think of the actors, Nathan, Nathan Philly. Philly, and all the uh, Firefly fans are out there like, we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and now we add Simon to the list of crew members who've been shot. Yeah. Well, I, it, that whole thing was the, you know, when uh, basically, I guess this is why he doesn't want to take Firefly because he realizes he can't hold it by himself. And he tells Simon that you know, there's there's a moment. You know, you're gonna you're going to be with me this whole time. So you should be happy because you're going to, all of a sudden you're going to realize that you have a moment where I'm distracted and you're going to be able to jump me. 
You know, and then he kind of like stands on the edge and you see something begin to creep forward. He just turns his gun and says, now's not your moment. You know, but later on, Simon does find this moment and he gets shot. And then, right. which then early says, you know, now you know what it feels like. Right. So who are the only two that haven't been shot? Inara. And? And... Wash? River. River. Right. No, Wash got shot, right? He got, he got like, nicked, I believe. Right. Yes, 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 right. Yeah, so. All right, now, now you mentioned before about, you know, hearing a commotion, getting up to investigate, and, you know, getting conked over the head. Jane hears the commotion, uncovers his guns, and just goes back <laughs> goes to sleep. Goes back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Classic Jane. Yeah. All right, so, so we cut to early in space, going back to his ship, telling River that she made the right decision. All of a sudden, Malcolm comes out of nowhere, throws early into space, cuts his cord. Yes. You got to yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, and right. which, like, when you just watch it right from the beginning, when he pulls off that move of floating from his ship down to Firefly, you're like, that seems like a really dangerous move. Like, if you mess up, you're just floating, you're an object in space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is just, I, I just, it, it, it you couldn't have a better title. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but but speaking of awesome, then after Early's, you know, floating out into deep space, the little dialogue exchange between River and Mal is is just priceless. You know, River, permission to come aboard. You know you ain't quite right. <laughs> it is the popular theory. Yeah. Get on in there. Give your brother a thrashing for messing up your plan. He takes so much looking after. <sighs> Yep. It's like, God, I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, but also, if you see the, the shot as she floats down from Earl's Early's uh, ship to Serenity, Mal catches her like he'd catch a daughter, like a little girl, you know? Like, it's a very fatherly kind of embrace that he he grabs her with. And uh, yeah, I just, I found that like a really, really heartwarming scene there. Yeah, you know, she just kind of floats down. He's got his hands up, you know, like he's like catching a daughter jumping into a pool or something. He just takes her in. It was really nice. Yeah, and then we get to the closing scene: Zoe taking the bullet out of Simon's leg, and and I guess to go by Early's theory, uh, well, she has been shot, so you know, you know, she's she's qualified to take the bullet out of Simon's leg. Right. Kaylee and River are playing jacks. And, and and again, we we mentioned this briefly a few minutes ago, but but Kaylee's taunting River good naturedly, not like NFL taunting. Let's see what you got, right. genius. And and that's the way it ends. And and it's like ah, oh. and that's like ah, oh. yeah. Okay, we get them. I mean, of course, at this point, we don't know we're going to get a movie. You know? Right. Well, well, actually, the the very last because I thought the very last shot and the very last words of the series were early. Who's now now is an object in space, floating around space? He says, "Well, here I am." Yep. Yeah, you know, like for like the the philosophical early. That's that's uh, that's an awesome last line, and not too shabby a line to to end the series, though. It, you know, obviously um, was cut down in its prime. Yeah, um, and, and to I guess a certain ex- uh, extent. Kaylee saying, let's see what you got, genius. Well, obviously, you know, now, you know, we know that a lot of 
the film Serenity centers around what she's got. Yep. You know? Okay. So a few things that, that occurred to me, you know, as we get to the end here, are Kaylee feels unwanted by Simon, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he really does want her, but as is well documented, he just doesn't know how to articulate right, it correctly. Because he's just completely socially awkward. So. Right. But but she certainly feels unwanted. Both Mal and Anara, I think, feel unwanted by each other, which is really each of their their faults for not right, stepping up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just frustrating. Right. Now, through everything, Wash and Zoe's relationship remains strong despite the absurdity of their pairing, you know, and it, it all kinds of ties into the, the existentialism that, that pervaded this episode. Sure. You know, people don't get me and Zoe. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Jane and Shepard book, I think share a similar feeling that neither really fits in with the rest. But how many times have we seen those two doing things together? Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and uh, look, Jane doesn't fit in, I, I, or, or maybe he feels like he doesn't fit in, just because he. I think he knows who he is, what he is, right? A, a man's got to know his limitations. He knows he's not a deep thinker, right? He knows he's selfish. He knows he'll yep. sell out anybody if the price is right. We don't know what the hell is going on with Book. Sure. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, I think. Well, we know, you know he, he is a he he is a very compassionate person. I think he at his is, core, which I think is is probably his primary personality trait. Um, but as far as his backstory and everything, who knows? Yeah, but the balance of it all appears to be River. Yeah, you know, she's like the fulcrum of, of this, and and just. I don't know. It's just, I mean, well, look. I guess you could argue that that's the way Joss Whedon meant it—that you figure that out. Of course, he thought he had a few more episodes to go sure. to tell his story. But uh, hey, you know when you're when you're played by the first lady of sci-fi, you know you obviously you're going to be a fascinating character. So yeah, good point. I'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard you sneak it in on the Continuum podcast with Amanda Tapping with the, when the, the that she directed last uh, season. So uh, I, I vowed I would I would get you back, <laughs> and you did well. Thank you. Thank so. you, sir. All right. So, uh, anything else? Uh, no. You know, I mean, so we've got uh, Serenity on the horizon. Yes, that'll be next, mm-hmm. and then, and then uh, Dark Angel. Start back the DA. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. You know, it's funny. It, it just seems as I'm, you know, my different news feeds that that I have. It just seems everywhere I look, uh, there's a, a photo of Jessica Alba. You know, today you know, I was telling you I was I was at the hospital. And I'm picking up, you know, People Magazine as I'm sitting in the waiting room there. It's like, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. I'm like, okay, I get it. We're coming back to Dark Angel. (laughs) You know, the universe, we're we're good. Um, So, all right, anyway. uh, So anything else on this one? No, I think we we got it pretty good, I think. All right. Well, great. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. We'd love to hear from you about Firefly, Dark Angel, Doctor Who, anything else you think we should be watching especially as the fall season's underway now. Also like to encourage you to join the Facebook group. And if you're already a member, spread the word. Emails to sci-fi TV rewatch at gmail.com or voicemails via the speak pipe tab, which you can access through the website. And we will be back next week with the Firefly movie Serenity. So, uh, you know, get out your discs. Yep. 
It's on Amazon uh, Prime. I think, I think it's on. Yeah, it's on Amazon. I know it's on Netflix. So no excuses. Yep. So until then, you know, Dave, if wishes were horses, we'd all be eating steak.